Hello, my friends and fellow Catholics, evangelical Christians, brothers and sisters in Christ. This is Ned Jabbar, and this is the Informed Catholic. Welcome to the Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode 186. Episode 186. So, welcome to the day after. <laughs> and yes, it's still not over. As a matter of fact, um, this is just the beginning. And why not? What made us think this will be very easy? We all know that the uh, our opponents keep pushing the finishing line further out, away, for their own advantage. And Pennsylvania did change the rules on their uh, mail-in ballot. Remember, they decided um, that they're going to change it, uh, that even signatures don't have to match. Imagine that. Your signature doesn't have to match. The postmark doesn't have to matter. Listen to the logic and reasoning. There is no logic and reasoning. One of the most important things in the United States, which is voting, all right, to keep a stable, healthy republic, all right, a democratic thing, something that most, most citizens in other countries don't have. They don't even have a free election. You know, in some countries, you have to dip your finger in some dye and walk around just to prove that you voted. Right. And other places, uh, they, you know, I mean, seriously, in Venezuela, the, 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 the head president at one time, if you listen to the story from uh, Dinesh D'Souza about his wife, his wife comes from Venezuela. The president would walk down or uh, drive down the street and he would ask whose property is this? And he finds out that the person was a political opponent. He can take the person's business and house and property away. I mean, one of the most important things for us is a stable, healthy election. Now, almost every other state, or a democratically controlled state that didn't have a threat of a, of a, of a Republican, of a conservative or Republican takeover, like California, came in very easily without a problem. And a very, it's a very big state. All right, California is a very big state. Lots of conservatives left California. Okay, I'm going to say majority of the conservatives, majority of Republicans left California, moved to a conservative state. Lower taxes where there's law and order and there is no uh, homelessness, there's no drug problem, there's no instability. They all abandoned California. They left. But... In an area where um, it could easily change, uh, easily flip, like Pennsylvania, they, for some reason, changed it. All right. The first wave of ballots that usually come in or the first wave of voters, it's usually Democrat. And that's not unusual from according to all the uh, uh, programs I've spoken to, I mean, not spoken to, but listened to, like Dr. Steve Turley, and um, <clears throat> you listen to Ben Shapiro, you listen to Michael Knowles, it's always 
Democrats that are always counted first. Then comes the wave of Republicans. Well, a majority of Democrats mailed in mail, uh, their ballots because of fear of the COVID. And a lot of Democrats were telling them, mail in your ballots early. Mail in your ballots early. And they did. But but if you listen, watch um, Church Militant. I watch Church Militant. You can you could watch them on uh, YouTube. Um, they showed the graph, like especially like Michigan, Michigan, which Trump won last time, and they showed the graph last night. That graph was parting from Biden's. All right, the 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 number of votes. Then, for some reason, as you can see, the natural parting between the two lines. Somewhere between four and f uh, six in the morning, there was a spike in the Biden line going up, a straight up spike. And this happened in what, in what places like um, Michigan. And I think they, they showed it in some other state. I can't remember which one. It might have been Wisconsin. It might have been Wisconsin. It just went up. Like all of a sudden they found tons of ballots from Democrats for Biden. This, something is fishy here. And the other problem here is they wouldn't allow the poll watchers, these people who, who were monitors, to, to, to really get close to see if things are not being played around. Let's face it, there's always, even in a perfect, in a wonderful country like ours, um, electoral co corruption is possible. And I'm not going to put it past them. Because remember, they asked him months ago, months ago, they asked President Trump, will you concede? I honestly believe, I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he didn't. And you remember Hillary Clinton told Joe Biden he mustn't concede on any circumstances. The the Secretary of State of Pennsylvania, I might have been the Attorney General, and I know the Governor, all made promises that they'll deliver Pennsylvania to Joe Biden. <laughs> and you've all seen, I don't know if you've seen the rallies, the Trump rallies was unbelievable. I mean, he got, re he got something that even rock concerts couldn't get. Let's face it, there is something going on. Something stinks in the election. And it is not, um, it's not Donald Trump. This, I think, is important. Let's look at what President Trump had to go through. He went through the Obamagate. The Obamagate was when Obama's team spied on Donald Trump. Um, then he went to the whole storm, Stormy Samuels, whatever, whatever her name is, the woman, Summers, whatever her name, they went through that with him, didn't stick. Then they went through the whole Russia, Russia, Russia thing. The idea that he's, that he was colluding with the Russians, that didn't stick. Ukraine, that didn't stick. The impeachment thing didn't stick. Wow. Five. Now the final stage. Okay, oh yeah, I'm sorry. 
the number six, the whole thing with the pandemic, with the coronavirus. I for, I almost forgot the coronavirus. Wow. The lockdown, the, the, the blaming that he didn't handle it very well. Of course, then, of course, we um, Amy Coney Barrett. And that was a success. He gone through. Also, he got sick with the coronavirus. That's another one. He's battle scarred. He's battle scarred. He's a battle scarred. He's he 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 the man fights. He goes into into the into the trenches and he fights. He he def, he doesn't give up. This final legal battle is going to be the icing on the cake. I truly believe it will. Let's really look at this carefully here. They tried everything. The key to winning the whole world, to winning everything, I think is handing over the United States to the big movers and shakers of the world. Vigano gave a letter about the reset. I think the United States is the jewel in the crown to a free world. It, he, it, it, this, has to, this has to be handed over. Technically, this will change everything to the United Nations or whatever you want to call it. The Soros people, Jeffrey Sachs, whatever you want to call it, this is it. They have to hand, they have to hand over the United States. The United States is the, the jewel in the crown. And I truly believe it. Once he wins this, defeats them in this, in this, in this election thing. And we got to pray. We have to pray because, yeah, nothing is uncertain. We can't put our faith in the political system made by men. This is not what we're supposed to put our faith in. Remember, we're also battling a political paganism here. A political paganism which is uh, what people worship. I mean, human beings find different gods. They don't necessarily have to be carved statues or something out of their imagination. A political system can be just as much a pagan god. And to a lot of people, they worship the political system. We have a man here who came from a business world. All right. And yes, he wasn't religious. Maybe he's religious now. I don't know. I don't know what's in his own heart. But all I know is, is that through him, we can protect our freedom of religion, freedom of speech, free, our independence from a from an a, a, you know a socialistic communist Marxist system which the Democrats will bring upon us I think you know keep uh, you know I want to keep people like AOC away from from our lives um, you know people want to have a right to live their life as 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 God intended it but they want to hand us over to the to the big movers and shakers of the world and that's not what I want and I know a lot of you don't want that either but I truly believe once he wins this political system, in my personal view, the, the Republican Party will be changed forever. 
Before that, we've had a lot of rhino Republicans. What's a rhino Republican? John McCain, Paul Ryan, and several others were rhino Republicans. They were Republican by name only, but they were truly Democrats. They were Republicans disguised. I mean, they were Democrats disguised as Republicans. I'm, I'm sorry. Democrats disguised as Republicans. They didn't care about gay marriage. They didn't care about abortion. They didn't care about all the other things. They gave the Democrats whatever they wanted. That's that's what it is. There's no room for them anymore, according to Michael Voris. That's it. They they're the, they were the never Trumpers. The Republicans who hated him. And once... Um, I truly believe he defeats this and he wins it. He wins. He wins his second term. Uh, the Republican Party will be forever a Trump Republican Party. It will be a Republican Party that finally Jews, Christians, non-denominational, non-denominational Christians, you know, Bible-believing Christians, Republicans. Uh, uh, you know, those who are Republicans and Catholics and Orthodox Christians will finally have a home in and a voice. It'll be forever changed. Forever. It will be a place where we finally have a voice. The last final stage is this battle. This is the, this is the final battle that will finally define this party and make it a party where real, true, God-believing people can finally have a voice. And it's going, to, it's going to be this final legal battle. That's what I believe. All right. Um, it's a long introduction. Sorry. <laughs> I think I had to say this. So if you like what I do, please subscribe and share. And tell your friends, share it with your friends. Um, please, it would let uh, Anchor, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast platforms know that you like this channel. Uh, and I really would appreciate if there's more subscribers. And if any of you out there, like I know there's a lot of new countries, um, you know, in Great Britain, Canada, Ireland, um, anybody out there in uh, places like Austria and uh, Italy, Germany, and welcome Argentina and Puerto Rico, subscribe and share to this podcast, please. Uh, your subscription really matters. It would help uh, this podcast, uh, you know, move around more and and please share with people. All right, so. Um, I'm going to read you a passage, uh, something from the Psalms. So I'm going to read you just a small passage of scripture. Then we're going to go into Vigano's letter. All right. So don't uh, uh, don't get confused. I'm going to read to you Vigano's letter after this little passage here. All right. All right. Psalm 37. Fret not yourself because of the wicked. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. 
so you will dwell in the land and enjoy security. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desire of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. He will bring forth your vindication as the light and your right as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over him who prospers in his ways, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to, to evil. For the wicked shall not be cut off. For those who wait for the Lord shall possess the land. Yet a little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look well at his place, he will not be there. But the meek shall possess the land and delight themselves in the abundant prosperity. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and the needy, to slay those who walk uprightly. For their sword shall enter their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. Better is a little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. I'll end it there. That was Psalm 37 from verse 1 to 17. So remember when he won the first time? Remember how so many people were screaming, you saw all these hipsters uh, screaming no, you know, and you know, with the rage in their heart and everything. They just went mad and they never accepted it. They never accepted it. They really thought that they had it. All right, so um, let's look at here. This is a Vigano's letter. It's an, uh, it's an opinion piece. Vigano, America is in the midst of colossal electoral fraud. We must pray now to defeat the enemy. I ask you to make an act of trust in God, an act of humility and filial devotion. The Lord of armies, I ask that all of you pray the Holy Rosary, if, if possible in your families or with your dear ones, your friends, your brothers, your brothers and sisters, your colleagues, your fellow, you, your fellow soldiers. He's calling everybody fellow soldier. All right, so... Um, November 4th, 2020. The following is a November 4th, 2020 message from Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano, addressed to American Catholics and to all Americans of goodwill. All right, so, dear brothers and sisters, as devout Christians and faithful citizens of the United States of America, you have intense and heartfelt concern for the fate of your beloved country. And while the final results of the presidential election are still uncertain, news of electoral fraud is multiplying, despite the shameful attempts of the mainstream media to censor the truth of the facts in order to give their candidates the advantage. There are states in which the number of votes is greater than the number of voters. 
others in which the mail-in vote seems to be exclusively in favor of Joe Biden, others in which the counting of ballots has been suspended for no reason or where sensational tempering has been discovered. Always and only against President, J President Donald J. Trump. Always and only in favor of Biden. In truth, for months now, we have been witnessing a continuous trickle of staggered news, of manipulated or censored information, of crimes that have been silenced or covered up in the face of striking evidence and infutable testimony. We have seen the deep state organize itself well in advance to carry out the most colossal electoral fraud in history in order to censor the defeat of the man who has strenuously opposed the establishment of the new world order that is wanted by the children of darkness. In this battle, you have not failed as your sacred duty to make your own contribution by taking the side of good. Others, enslaved by vices or blinded by infernal hatred against our Lord, have taken the side of evil. Do not think that the children of darkness act with honesty and do not be scandalized if they operate with deception. Do you perhaps believe that Satan's followers are honest, sincere, and loyal? The Lord has warned us against the devil. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he tells a lie, he speaks in character because he is a liar and the father of lies. John chapter 8 verse 44. In these hours, while the gates of hell seem to prevail, allow me to address myself to you with an appeal, which I trust that you will respond to your to you to promptly and with generosity. I ask you to make an act of trust in God, an act of humility and fellow devotion to the Lord of armies. I ask that all of you pray the rosary, if possible, in your families with or with your dear ones, your friends, your brothers and sisters, your colleagues, your fellow soldiers. Pray with abandonment of children who know how to who know how to have recourse to their most holy mother, to ask her to intercede before the throne of the Divine Majesty. Pray with a sincere soul, with a pure heart, in the certainty of being heard and answered. Ask her, she who is the help of Christians, exolium Christonum, to defeat the forces of the enemy. Ask her, she who is terrible as an army set in battle array. Song, the book of Songs, chapter 6, verse 10 to grant the victory to the forces of good and inflict humiliating defeat on the forces of evil. Have your children pray using the holy words that you have taught them. Those confident prayer will rise to God and will not remain unheard. Have the elderly and the sick pray so that they may offer their sufferings in union with the sufferings that our Lord has suffered on the cross when he shed his precious blood for our redemption have young ladies and women pray so that they turn to her who is the model of purity and motherhood and you men must also pray your courage your honor and your boldness will be refreshed and strengthened all of you 
take up this spiritual weapon before which Satan and his minions retreat furiously because they fear the most holy virgin, she who is almighty by grace, even more than almighty God. Because they fear the most holy virgin, she who is almighty by grace, even more than almighty God. <sighs> wow, that was something here. We got a little bit more. Do not allow yourselves to be discouraged by the deception of the enemy, even more so in this terrible hour in which the impotence of lying and fraud dares to challenge heaven. Our adversary, our, our adversaries, ours are numbered if you, if, if you will pray, if we will all pray with faith and with the true order of charity, may the Lord grant that one single devout faithful voice rise from your homes, your churches, and your streets. This voice will not remain unheard because it will be the voice of a people that cries out in the moment when the storm rages most fiercely. Save us, Lord, we are perishing. The days that we await that await us are in are a precious occasion for all of you and for those who unite themselves spiritually to you from every part of the world. You have the honor and privilege of being able to participate in the victory of this spiritual battle, to wield the powerful weapon of the Holy Rosary as our fathers did at Lepanto to repel the enemy, the enemy's army. Pray with the certainty of our Lord's promise. Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. Luke chapter 11, verse 9. The King of kings, from whom you ask the salvation of your nation, will reward your faith, your testimony. Remember this will touch the heart of our Lord, multiplying the heavenly graces, which are more than ever indispensable in order to achieve victory. May my appeal, which I address to you and all and all people who recognize the Lordship of God and find you to be generous apostles and courageous witnesses of the spiritual rebirth of your beloved country and with it the entire world, non privamente. God bless and protect the United States of America, our one nation under God. Carlo Maria Vigano Archbishop, former Apostolic Nuncier to the United States of America, November 4th, 2020, St. Charles Berramero. Wow. I know my Latin is not great and my uh, Italian is even terrible. Uh, well, it's probably non prevalent. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, that was interesting. That was great. So let me play this part here. Let's see. This is John Henry Weston for LifeSite News, bringing you incredible breaking news from Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano, the former Nuncio Papal Representative to the United States of America, on this eve of the day of the election, where we've had absolute consternation yesterday and today throughout the day, he has given a message of great hope, a message of great encouragement, and a really an appeal to the American people. Listen to this message from Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano.
Dear brothers and sisters, as devout Christians and faithful citizens of the United States of America, you have intense and heartfelt concern for the fate of your beloved country, while the final results of the presidential election are still uncertain. News of electoral fraud is multiplying, despite the shameful attempts of the mainstream media to censor the truth of the facts in order to give their candidate the advantage. There are states in which the number of votes is greater than the number of voters, others in which the mail-in vote seems to be exclusively in favor of Joe Biden, others in which the counting of ballots has been suspended for no reason or where sensational tampering has been discovered. Always and only against President Donald J. Trump. Always and only in favor of Biden. In truth, for months now, we have been witnessing a continuous trickle of staggered news, of manipulated or censored information, of crimes that have been silenced or covered up in the face of striking evidence and irrefutable testimony. We have seen the deep state organize itself well in advance to carry out the most colossal electoral fraud in history in order to ensure the defeat of the man who has strenuously opposed the establishment of the new world order that is wanted by the children of darkness. In this battle, you have not failed, as is your sacred duty, to make your own contribution by taking the side of the good. Others, enslaved by vices or blinded by infernal hatred against our Lord, have taken the side of evil. Do not think, continues Archbishop Vigano, do not think that the children of darkness act with honesty, and do not be scandalized if they operate with deception. Do you perhaps believe that Satan's followers are honest, sincere, and loyal? The Lord has warned us against the devil, quote, he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth, because there is no truth in him. When he tells a lie, he speaks in character because he is a liar and the father of lies. End quote. Taken from John chapter 8, verse 44. Archbishop Vigano continues, In these hours, while the gates of hell seem to prevail, allow me to address myself to you with an appeal, which I trust that you will respond to promptly, and with generosity. I ask you to make an act of trust in God, an act of humility and filial devotion to the Lord of armies. I ask that you, that all of you, pray the Holy Rosary, if possible in your families, or with your dear ones, your friends, your brothers and sisters, your colleagues, your fellow soldiers. Pray with the abandonment of children who know how to have recourse to their most holy mother, to ask her to intercede before the throne of the divine majesty. Pray with a sincere soul, a pure heart, in the certainty of being heard and answered. Ask her, she who is the help of Christians, auxilium Christianorum, to defeat the forces of the enemy. Ask her, she who is terrible as an army set in battle array, to grant the victory to the forces of good and to inflict a humiliating defeat on the forces of evil. Have your children pray, using the holy words that you have taught them, 
those confident prayers will rise to God and will not remain unheard. Have the elderly and sick pray, so that they may offer their sufferings in union with the sufferings that our Lord suffered on the cross when he shed his precious blood for our redemption. Have young ladies and women pray, so that they turn to her who is the model of purity and motherhood. And you men must also pray. Your courage, your honor, and your boldness will be refreshed and strengthened. All of you take up this spiritual weapon, before which Satan and his minions refeat, retreat furiously, because they fear the Most Holy Virgin, she who is almighty by grace, even more than almighty God. And let me explain that. Of course the demons fear Almighty God, but they actually fear being humiliated by a mere human being, by someone we know is, compared to God, nothing at all. And yet the Almighty God, by giving her the role to crush Satan with her heel, has made her an enemy of Satan, in fact has made her feared more by Satan than anyone else, because unlike our Lord, who is the God of God and Lords of Lords, who can smite the devil, He's not afraid that he will be smited by God. He's afraid, though, that he will be embarrassingly defeated by a woman, by a creature. Archbishop Vigano continues, Do not allow yourselves to be discouraged by the deceptions of the enemy, even more so in this terrible hour in which the impudence of lying and fraud dares to challenge heaven. Our adversaries' hours are numbered. If you will pray, if we will all pray with faith and with the true ardor of charity, may the Lord grant that one single devout and faithful voice rise from your homes, your churches, and your streets. This voice will not remain unheard because it will be the voice of a people that cries out in the moment when the storm rages most fearly, fiercely. Save us, O Lord, we are perishing. The days that await us are a precious occasion for all of you and for those who unite themselves spiritually to you from every part of the world. You have the honor and privilege of being able to participate in the victory of this spiritual battle, to wield the powerful weapon of the Holy Rosary as our fathers did at Lepanto to repel the enemy armies. Pray with the certainty of our Lord's promise. Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. The King of kings, from whom you ask the salvation of your nation, will reward your faith, your testimony. Remember this. It will touch the heart of our Lord, multiplying the heavenly graces which are more than ever indispensable in order to achieve victory. May my appeal, which I address to you and all people who recognize the Lordship of God, find you to be generous apostles and courageous witnesses of the spiritual rebirth of your beloved country, and with it the entire world. Non prevalabunt. God bless and protect the United States of America, one nation under God. A message from Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano, the former nuncio of the United States of America.
For LifeSite News, this is John Henry Weston, and may God bless you. All right. I'm glad he explained the last part because about why the angels, well, I mean, why the demons would fear Mary because the fact that she's a mean, mere creature that they feel that humiliates them. And so they'd rather be defeated by God than to be defeated by a creature that he has given great graces to. Makes sense. All right, let me get back. This whole thing is very important because you have to understand. I think I understand Vigano. You know, a lot of us wonder where God is in all of this. Where, you know, it, it seems like the whole world is so much evil. And a lot of times we often question, how come God doesn't, doesn't make his appearance? How come God is not making his move? And the answer is he is. He is making his move. We are living in, obviously, extraordinary times. This coronavirus pandemic should scare all of us. It isn't so much the virus, it's the power grab that people are making because of this virus. You know, it's funny, there was this lady, I think she was the Secretary of State or the Attorney General of Pennsylvania. Every time she got the second, you know, she got on the first time, she had to make it a point to use hand sanitizer. She came on again and she had to use hand sanitizer. It was almost like so condescending in front of, in, in, you know, I thought in front of the audience. You know, it was like having a Karen giving you a, a, a lesson. It was just ridiculous. You know, there's a lot of people that love this pandemic. I mean, what was it? Um, this actress, um, Joan, Joan Fonda, she thought this pandemic was a blessing. A blessing. Because a lot of people want to set up a world in their image, what they feel the world should be. And they're willing to violate people's rights, freedoms, people's liberties, uh, so they can set up a world according to their image, according to what they want. And yet, sadly, I know people, friends, who are still, who still believe this whole thing about climate change. And I truly believe that they're hiding their, um, their prejudices and biases because climate change is just another thing for population control. And population control and birth control or, or, uh, um, what do you call it? Um, <laughs> the uh, abortion, sorry, abortion is just a means of uh, wiping out a certain race of people, wiping out on people that you, that certain people find unwanted. They could easily do it to a child who is born with defects, um, such as uh, maybe mental, uh, you know, defect or physical defect, like, you know, some kind of, uh, uh, you know, just basically, you know, certain deformities. 
and they could wait and and they they want they'll they'll just decide that this person shouldn't be born. These are things that God God himself is the only allowed to have power over. Remember the story of the blind man in the Gospel of John, the one who was born with no eyes, and they asked who committed sin. Was it him or his parents? And Jesus said, no. He was born this way because God wishes to show his, his own glory, his own power. So therefore, you are still made in the image and likeness of God regardless of what deformity or defect you're born with. And you are born this way because God willed it or because God permitted it, really. Because God is going to show his glory. How many people are amazed that someone could be born with a defect and yet have such a powerful intellectual mind? Remember that powerful mind uh, scientist, the one um, who was stuck in the chair. And, you know, I forgot his name, the, pro the English professor. Uh, but he has such a powerful intellectual mind, yet he himself did not believe that God existed. Yet, look at the, f the fact that someone could be born with a powerful intellectual mind. Regardless of the physical nature, they're still, their mind is still free. Let's say a prayer. Uh, we'll say three Hail Marys um, for this election. Hopefully for Trump to win this legal battle. We're going to go through a legal battle now. So, uh, I truly believe this is what God wants. So in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now at the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now at the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. St. Michael, Archangel of God, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wild, wicked attack of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And now, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless, folks, and we'll be back together again soon. Amen.